Good day, listeners. Welcome to episode 68 of You Got This. As reasonably as possible with everything going on in the world right now, I hope everyone's feeling and healing and doing well out there. If you're new, I appreciate having you here. And if you're a returning listener, I'm happy to have you back. Just to make sure everyone's up to speed, gonna do my spiel. You Got This slash UGT is a podcast where we explore authentic living, seeing things from a higher perspective, and how to balance taking care of yourself in the world around you. The U stands for universe or universal consciousness. And of course, it's a play on the word you with a Y. But you have permission to make the you whatever you want it to be. I'm your host, Asia Smith, and I'm a leadership educator, life coach, and intuitive healer. That's not a replacement for therapy. On the podcast, we keep it real and we keep it light. It's for entertainment purposes only. So if you need it, please do what you got to do to keep yourself well, because it matters to me and it matters to the folks around you too. Okay, so holiday season, depending on where you're located, is in full effect, y'all. We've got Thanksgiving coming up next week in the States for anyone who observes that holiday. I know that's kind of a loaded thing on its own. Won't get into that. (laughs) But I'm going to be hosting family this year and we'll have some folks visiting from down south for a couple weeks. So just a heads up uh, for people tuning in, there will be a wee bit of a break between now and the next episode, which will drop on December 11th. For anyone who's new, uh, I'm based in the Washington, D.C. metropolitan area in the U.S., so yeah, (laughs) should be an interesting experience. Um, I've hosted family before, so it's not a problem, but it's definitely an adventure in doing so for anyone out there who can relate. (laughs) So that being said, for this episode, just wanted to leave something calming, relaxing, grounding, uh, centering, and also uplifting in case it's helpful for anyone out there. I know the holidays and spending time like this with loved ones can be both beautiful and challenging to navigate, but still illuminating nonetheless. Uh, Our external adults can sometimes be at odds with our inner child as we learn, heal, and grow along our life journey. And it's usually over the holidays for a lot of us where all of that comes into play. Um, I had a perspective shifting experience over the past uh, week where I took a a little leap of faith and attended a voiceover class, which is something I've wanted to do for years, like music, radio, voice acting. And I loved it. I was like, okay, (laughs) I'm kind of digging this and I'm going to continue with it. Who knows? Y'all might hear my voice in an animated production or narrating a piece or in a commercial someday, you know, dream big. But podcasting has definitely been an amazing way for me to tap into that passion that I had as a kid, uh, plus a way for me to express my authentic voice as an adult. Um, This podcast is admittedly (laughs) non-traditional, but the whole point is giving permission to be perfectly imperfect, really. Uh, I'm sharing my quirks, facing some fears and just being myself. And speaking of that, uh, I've also had meaningful conversations around integration, 
uh, this week, especially as it relates to myself and business. And that ties in quite well with how to nurture our inner child while navigating adulthood uh, as well. Yeah. So as far as coming back to self and what authentic living truly means for us and how that translates to the world around us, I think that's something for all of us that's worth exploring. Yeah. So this episode, which is meditative, I will say, so you'll want to tune in while you're being still or in a calm space. It features a talk by Sister Dang Nagam. Ooh, I hope I said that right. But Sister Dang lovingly shows how she takes care of her inner child, something that is essential for all of us. There's a, a poignant quote by Sister Dang where she says, however old we are, there's still that five-year-old child, 10-year-old child, that teenager who is happy, healthy, and alive, but also who is maybe quite wounded, quite confused, quite withdrawn, quite disillusioned. So by listening deeply, speaking with love, and embracing our inner child with tender presence, we not only transform uh, the relationship with ourselves, but also with the world around us. In healing ourselves, we're doing our part to also heal the world in our own way. So it's about being fully present, a return to center, a return to the universe, if you will, a return to you. So on that note, let's dive in. Go ahead and get comfy, sit back, relax, and enjoy. Also, if you'd like, be sure to stay tuned for the energy reading after the sponsor message. Be safe and stay well. Breathing in, I befriend my in-breath. Breathing out, I befriend my out-breath. Hello, in-breath. Hello, out-breath. Breathing in, I befriend my body. Breathing out, I smile to my body. Hello, my dear body. I know you're here, and I'm so happy and grateful. Hello, eyes. Hello, teeth. Hello, hands. Hello, belly. Hello, knees. Hello, feet. Every part of my body is whole. I have everything I need. Breathing in, I say hello to my inner child. Hello, precious. Breathing out, I smile to my inner child. You are so alive in me. You are like these beautiful flowers. Alive and vibrant and fresh. Full of colors. 
bless you, my dear inner child. May I see you in my daily life. May I listen to you. May I take good care of you. So you can grow up healthy. Be confident in yourself so that you have a chance to realize all your potential. You are beautiful as you are. You don't need to be a rose. You don't need to be an iris. You just you can just be yourself. Any kind of flowers that you are. You are beautiful. And that is my practice of being with my inner child. When I go back to my journal in college, there was an entry where I wrote, in me, there's a wounded child. I was really surprised when I saw that line many years later. As a nun, I learned from our teacher about the inner child, about the wounded child. And I've learned to recognize her, to listen to her, to heal her. But for me to discover that I had been aware of that inner child, of that wounded child, way back then when I didn't know about the practice, that revealed to me that in me and in each one of us there's deep wisdom. But sometimes we don't know how to realize our wisdom in our daily life. But the wisdom is there and the practice can help us to realize our insights. So in us There's this inner child, however old we are. There's still that five-year-old child, ten-year-old child. There's that teenager who's very healthy, happy, alive. And also who may be quite wounded, quite confused, quite withdrawn, disillusioned. So we recognize our inner child through our thoughts, our view about the world, our view about ourselves. We recognize that inner child through our speech, through our behaviors right in the present moment. This body may have grown to be bigger, older. We may have more jackets, more layers. The shell is bigger, but essentially the core may be the same. The child. So, however we may have gone through life, 
the experiences that we have had, they affect us. So by recognizing the experiences that we have gone through and how these experiences have affected us at different stages in our life, we can heal them. And the inner child needs a lot of attention. My healing journey has a lot to do with taking care of my inner child. So some concrete practices that I, I do is one is in sitting meditation. I follow my breath. I befriend my breath. And then I befriend my body. I scan my body each part, part by part from the top of my head to my eyes, my nose, going down. Just say hello to each part and smile and relax the body. And wherever there's pain, I breathe longer into those parts and I practice loving speech and deep listening to my body. Hello, pain in my belly. Thank you for bearing the pain. It's okay, I'm here for you. So I do that with each part of the body, especially where there's pain. And where there's not pain, I also thank my body. Thank you, knees. There was a certain time when there was pain in my knees. And I had difficulty with walking uphill. And now I can walk quite easily. So thank you. Recognizing the positive conditions. It's very important. And using that energy of gratitude, of peace, of joy, to embrace the painful parts of my body, of my mind. And then I say hello to my inner child. Hello, my inner child. I know you're there. Talk to me. I'm listening to you. Help me to take better care of you. And then I just breathe, quiet my mind, and just listen. Our inner child may speak to us with the voice in our mind or with sensations in the body or with images like earlier before we started this session I was following my breathing relaxing my body and I saw my inner child I saw her as a nine-year-old child quite lanky, walking through the, the street. And she was singing songs, pretty sad songs, but she was soothing herself. So I breathe to that image. I breathe with that child and smile. <laughs> 
to send her tender love. And I also saw that little girl standing on the bridge, looking at the water flowing by and thinking dark thoughts. And so I breathed with her, smile and say, it's okay, it's okay, I'm here for you. So, when we sit quietly, we give ourselves time and space. We'll see our inner child in many different ways. And we breathe, we listen, and we speak lovingly to that child. We give reassurance that now we are here for the child. We don't block out the voice. We don't reject the child. We don't run away from from her, from him, from them. But we are here. Little by little, day by day, the child feels secured. Sometimes I lay down on my bed with my hands on my belly or on my heart or I put my arms crossed like this and I just breathe and say to myself, I love you. I love you. I'm here for you. It's okay. It's okay. And I do this in the midst of the night when I have nightmares or I wake up suddenly and there's a feeling of anxiety, of confusion. I do the same. When we were children and our parents weren't able to be there for us and some other difficult situations took place and we felt so abandoned, so alone. We might have lost trust in the adults that they couldn't be there for us. We couldn't count on them. But I've also realized what's more devastating is that we have lost trust in ourselves, in our capacity to be there for ourselves, to protect ourselves, to listen and understand ourselves. We've lost that trust, or we, we may not have ever had that trust and confidence in ourselves for, in the first place. But we can rebuild it now. I have a niece. She's nine years old. And I often praise her because I didn't get praises as a child. I'll tell her, you are so beautiful, honey. You are so beautiful inside out. And she said, thank you. 
And I would tell her, I'm so proud of you because you are able to thank the person who praises you. And she said, thank you. So learn to thank ourselves. Learn to acknowledge the good qualities in ourselves, in our body, in our mind, in our virtues, in the things that we do. Say thank you for making that effort. Thank you for trying so hard. Thank you. And when we make mistakes, instead of saying to ourselves, you are so stupid, you're so clumsy, you're good for nothing. Some of us have learned to say those things to ourselves from our parents, from our caregivers, from other kids. But we can learn to undo those things by saying, I'm so sorry, I didn't mean to say that to myself. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Thank you for being here still. I love you. With positive thinking, positive speech, and kind, loving embrace in our behaviors, we can heal our inner child. This podcast is sponsored by Authentic Service Group, an organization empowering young adults to explore their potential and achieve success genuinely through virtual life and leadership coaching, community engagement, and networking events for emerging leaders in the Washington, D.C. metropolitan area and beyond. For more information, visit AuthenticServiceGroup.org. No matter what life throws your way, you've got this. Hey there. Welcome to the energy reading for episode 68. Super grateful to have you here. Gentle reminder if this isn't your first time and a heads up if it is. These are general collective readings rather than being one-on-one, so it's possible what comes through may not apply to you, and that's okay. That just means the guidance in this particular reading might be messages that someone else out there needs to hear, and maybe the next one will be for you. You have permission to take what resonates from this reading and leave what doesn't. Before we get started, let's all just take a deep breath. energy is all good on my end. If you need a minute to get everything feeling good on your end, feel free to pause and do what you gotta do and come back when you're ready. Since this episode is dropping on the 20th of the month, I'm feeling called to kind of go with that flow. So I'll be using two decks for this reading and my intention is to get 10 cards from each, which should give us a nice little juicy reading, if you will. So just want to introduce the artist really quick before we get started. 
We've got The Universal Weight Tarot by A.E. Waite and Pamela Coleman-Smith. And last but certainly not least, The Angels and Ancestors Oracle by Kyle Gray. Alright folks, let's see what's in the cards for us today. Welcome, welcome. This is your first UGT reading and of course refreshers galore (laughs) for returners. Uh, You're going to hear some noise in the background and that is just me doing some additional shuffling of the cards. So we get random messages that either gently fall or completely fly out of the deck. And that's what we consider as guidance from spirit for the reading. Um, I know I mentioned in the intro, but just to say it again, my intention is 10 cards per deck and I have two decks. And so we'll have a 20 card spread. This very well could turn into an extended reading. I'm going to just kind of go with the flow of the cards. If gender comes up at all during this reading, take it how it resonates for you and your situation, whether it's you, whoever you're thinking about, folks in your atmosphere. Um, I'm gonna be describing the artwork on the card uh, just to maintain the integrity of the reading since this is audio only. And some folks, uh, they listen while they drive, hopefully not the first part <laughs> of this episode, but for the energy re- energy reading. Uh, yeah, feel free to you know do things while you're listening to this in the background, but Yeah, I'm going to mention gender, but it could be male, female, including trans or non-binary for how some of these energies uh, relate to you and your situation. So just want to put that out there. And in general, if you're picking up something different from what I'm putting down, uh, that's totally fine. Independent thinking is welcome here. (laughs) It just means that you are building your intuitive muscle right along with me. So do your thing. Choose your own adventure, if you will. Um, Cool. Uh, For folks who are new, I have two dogs. May or may not hear them in the background. Sound may or may not come through the mic on that. And anything else that happens during a reading, whether I have to cough, sneeze, what have you, any basic human function. I do pay attention to that. Um, it, I consider it all part of the experience of, of being in the reading and the energy in the moment. So all that being said, <laughs> uh, I'm looking forward to kind of getting into this. I think what I'm going to do instead of getting all 10 cards out so that y'all aren't just sitting there like do do do. Uh, waiting for everything to come out. Returning listeners know sometimes it it takes a little bit for cards to come out as I'm doing some additional shuffling, which I do pay attention to. I I consider that as, um, oh, whoa, okay. This one flew out. (laughs) Hold on a second. Oh, okay. It we have the the eight of cups, but it came out. It's in reverse, and so that's actually a good thing. very interesting. I will get into that momentarily. So, <laughs> um, oh my gosh, I totally lost my train of thought of even where I was. I, I'm going to go with the flow with that. I think if I remember correctly <laughs> where I left off, um, I'll be in part of the experience in the moment, uh, cough, sneeze, blah, 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 whatever. Either way, where I'm at now, we have a card that, <laughs> that flew out. It's the eight of cups in reverse. Um, 
I think I'm going to go ahead and get into it. I do recall as far as where I was, I don't know if that's exactly where I left off, but as far as shuffling the cards and them coming out, uh, oh yeah, if, uh, if it takes a minute for cards to come out during a reading, I, I pay attention to that. I consider that as, you know, perhaps uh, loving non-judgmental guidance from spirit that whatever, you know, message comes out from here or however I interpret the energy, uh, perhaps it's something for you or whoever you're thinking about where it it's taken a little while to sink in or perhaps more patience is required in order for whatever uh, the card represents, uh, you know, for that to either manifest or, you know, to, to really take root, if you will. Um, Eight of Cups is interesting to come out first, and it came out in reverse, which uh, is actually a good sign. Um, for folks who are new in tarot, when a card comes out upright, it just means that it's, it's facing up, if you will. Um, when it's in reverse, that means it, it's upside down. And so what that indicates is that there's some sort of opposition to whatever the card means when it's upright doesn't necessarily mean that it's negative. Uh, in some cases, it's actually a bit healthier <laughs> of an indication. And that's the case with the Eight of Cups, actually. Um, it's interesting because in numerology eight, it does represent connection, harmony. Um, if we're thinking about the number eight and it, even just tilting it, you know, shifting that perspective, it turns into an infinity sign, you know what I mean? But there is a contrast there of numerology and what eight means and what eight represents in tarot, which is really interesting because it's, with the eight of cups, for example, if this card were upright, that could mean emotional overwhelm. But since it's in reverse, it, it, it's an opposition to that. And it's in a way where it, it's not necessarily negative. And if you're new, cups energy represents water. That's all about emotions and relationships. And so with eight and tarot, depending on the element representing overwhelm, with eight of cups being in reverse, what I'm getting is, especially with this being the first card and it <laughs> flew out. And then when I flipped it over, it's like, oh, I, I guess maybe for you or whoever you're thinking about, and hopefully this is in a healthy way, but either way, like I'll take this quite literally with the eight of cups being in reverse, there's some sort of resistance or you or whoever you're thinking about, you've been able to, to, to dodge <laughs> emotional uh, overwhelm of some sort or relational overwhelm. And this could be with self or others, or, you know, perhaps a little bit of both. That's interesting if we're thinking about the holidays. <laughs> this this might really, truly apply uh, to some folks out there um, where, and again, you know, positive, negative, neutral, hopefully this is in a healthy way, but this could also be just kind of like keeping it real where this is legit what happens. There's a, li there's a little bit of, you know, maybe uh, some mental gymnastics in order to, uh, you know, mitigate that cup's energy of emotions, relationships. With eight of cups, typically when it's in reverse like this, it, well, you know what? I, I'll actually explain what the card looks like when it's upright. And that, that might paint the picture a bit better for folks who are new. Uh, the eight of cups, when it's upright, it shows a gentleman on this card. But remember, as far as gender is concerned, could be male, female, non-binary for you, whoever you're thinking about. 
but it, there's eight cups that's <laughs> that are in this card and you can tell that this gentleman is just like overwhelmed like just unsure what to do with all these cups <laughs> um that's not to say that it's not possible to figure out you know maybe a way to arrange the cups in order for there you know to be a flow and for things to make sense and so with the eight of cups when it's upright it, it does typically indicate that there's a lot going on perhaps it's being navigated you know um yeah, like kind of like the the emotional waters, the the feelings, you know, what whatever is beneath the surface. So with eight of cups being in reverse, this could and the rest of the cards are going to paint the picture even more. We'll see if I'm on the right track. But starting here, this could indicate that maybe there's a little bit of avoidance <laughs> of addressing uh cups energy of some sort as it relates to emotions relationships and this could be in any context could be family friends work romantic um perhaps as it relates to family in whatever context that's how it resonates with going into the holidays but you know to take this how it applies to your situation there could be something that's being avoided or perhaps there is something that could be triggering where you or whoever you're thinking about you doing a damn thing and you doing a good job of, of maneuvering around that. And so this eight of cups in reverse could indicate healing of some sort. Um, or again, maybe a little bit of both. <laughs> so yeah, that, that's just the first card out of the 10 from the universal tarot. So let me keep shuffling. Um, I think if I'm also thinking about the fact that it took, uh, a, you know, a minute or so <laughs> for that card to come out, I, I think that's also that's also really important to keep in mind, you know, as far as maybe that healing journey, perhaps it resonates that it it's taking some time for you or whoever you're thinking about or or it requires a, a little bit more time and space, which which is necessary as part of the healing process. It's it's ongoing. You know, we, we heal, we reach a point where we're kind of chilling, doing our thing. And then, you know, we, we learn more about ourselves and we continue to heal. And it doesn't mean that there's anything wrong <laughs> with us because we, we all have different things that are worth exploring to heal so that we're truly, you know, showing up um, in a way where we, we can be our best selves and, you know, encourage others to do the same. It, it, it's all connected. And then it's also an individual journey. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. So that this eight of cups coming out in reverse and the fact that it took a little bit, it, again, it could mean that it might take some time to get to that point or it, you know, this is something where, again, it's, it's an ongoing journey, you know, it, about healing and, and overcoming triggers, perhaps. Yeah. Because the eight of cups um, being upright, <laughs> sometimes in readings, depending on the other cards, that could indicate like being triggered in, in a way. Um, okay, I might have to <laughs> switch a little bit and maybe kind of go with an approach where I pull some cards so that this isn't too extended of a reading, but I'll, I'll keep doing my little shuffling <laughs> thing and we'll see what happens gonna go with the flow oh 
uh, okay, ask and you shall receive, ask and you shall, <laughs> ask and you shall receive, good Lord. <laughs> uh, a lot of cards came out that caught me off guard a little bit, folks. Okay, so some of these cards I can see. Uh, we have the Queen of Pentacles. Okay, cool. We also have the Six of Cups. Oh, wow. Uh, a lot of Pentacles energy here. We also have the Six of Pentacles. We have the Eight of Pentacles. And we also uh, have the Empress. Cool. <laughs> yeah, every time the Empress card comes out, I'm like, ah. <laughs> uh, yeah, returning listeners know uh, I am quite fond of the Empress card. It's one of my favorite cards in tarot because of the energy that it represents the the empress is it's all about authenticity and uh the, this energy though feminine could apply to you know anyone whether it's male female non-binary it's it, it it's energy that embodies a little bit of everything and th there's a certain uniqueness to it um this is just really interesting like the artwork on this card with the empress um yeah, she's got this beautiful gown on, it's got flowers on it, but she's wearing a tiara that has stars and she's holding what looks to be a wand. She's in a forest. She's sitting in this lavish chair, uh, something that I actually just noticed uh, on this card that stands out. There's there's something that she's sitting on, but it's in the shape of a heart. And so, so if you're thinking about all the elements, all the different senses, again, with the Empress, it's about um, really, I, I think... Uh, embodying all of that. And again, in a way that is authentic and also being tapped into um, creative power, being it's cultivating and really in the zone as far as growth, development, uh, being abundant, manifesting, it's just all the things, all the woo woo. That's the Empress. Yeah. <laughs> and so I, I do really enjoy what this card represents. I, I always geek out a little bit when the Empress comes out. It, it's interesting um, that we also have the Queen of Pentacles. That's another really strong um, energy. And returning listeners know with the, you know, Queen and King of any element in tarot, that, that might as well be Major Arcana, which is what the Empress card is. Uh, if you're new, Major Arcana, that's basically main characters, major themes in a tarot deck. And so then the other cards, which have the elements, those are considered Minor Arcana. They're more like descriptors, if you will. And, and so for Minor Arcana, we have Six of Cups. We have more Cups energy that, you know, water, uh, emotions, relationships. But we also have Pentacles, which is Earth energy. That has to do with uh, the physical world around us. Um, assets uh, could have to do with finances, but to be inclusive doesn't have to. But that, that's what Pentacles is all about. It, it could have to relate to work as well. But in, in general, it really is about just kind of the, the physical world around us um, and, and the things we have, if that makes sense. And so if you're thinking about the Queen of Pentacles, all that being said, the Queen of Pentacles, I mean, you could say Queen of Pentacles represents someone who is in many ways down to earth <laughs> with this earth energy. And so it, it is someone who is quite charitable, um, dependable, 
those are, are definitely two qualities that come to mind with the queen of pentacles, uh, someone who is grounded, <laughs> if you will, you know, centered, I guess we could say if we're relating it, you know, to, to the episodes today, but with pentacles energy and being in that queen of pentacles energy, if you're thinking about it from that leadership perspective, again, it is someone who, when it comes down to nurturing, it's typically from a charitable aspect. And to be inclusive, as I mentioned, perhaps it does have to do with finances, but there are a plethora of ways to be charitable from that pentacles perspective. So this could apply, you know, to you or whoever you're thinking about. Um, with pentacles, also that earth energy tying into work uh, or, or what it is that we create, if you will. Um, and I'm feeling called to kind of lean toward the creative piece because of this cups energy of emotions and relationships and, and like how that, you know, might tie into what it is that we ground ourselves into or the work that we do. I think that's something that's really interesting to consider. It's like the, the water and the earth, you know, watering the, the soil, you know, cultivating and, and really nurturing those seeds. <laughs> that's how I'm picking up the Queen of Pentacles energy here. And, and part of that is because we have the Empress card. Like, I, like I'm kind of seeing the Empress and the Queen of Pentacles is, is kind of like a combo um, in this reading. But it's also possible, maybe it resonates for you or whoever you're thinking about, these could be separate energies, you know, there might be a queen of pentacles energy and an empress energy kind of going on in your atmosphere. Maybe that is emotionally overwhelming, <laughs> you know, this eight of cups, but it's in reverse. And so again, for you or whoever you're thinking about, this indicates uh, some sort of resistance to what the eight of cups would represent if we had it here upright. And it's also interesting because we have the six of cups and then we have all this other pentacles energy, eight of pentacles, six of pentacles, queen of pentacles. If I'm thinking about this eight of cups in reverse, like... Maybe there is something about this pentacles energy, like for you or whoever you're thinking about where it's being like there's resistance to it or it's being navigated. And again, it could be positive, negative, neutral. We'll kind of see how the cards paint the picture for us. But I am almost taking these other cards that we have, like for you or whoever you're thinking about really tapping into kind of that inner power of that empress energy. <laughs> Uh, in, in order to feel grounded, stable, which means having the wherewithal to see things from a higher perspective or from a different perspective and to be able to do what you got to do to keep yourself well, you know, uh, healing ourselves so that we can also heal the world around us in our own way. Um, we have eight of pentacles here, which is really interesting um, because we have this upright. And so, as I mentioned in tarot with the number eight, that does typically lean a bit toward overwhelm and it's not, and, and I keep saying, you know, positive, negative, neutral, take it how it resonates because th this isn't necessarily a bad thing. It's a bit more matter of fact and it's up to whoever is either receiving the reading or kind of how you pick up on the energy and interpret it, you know, following your intuition of, um, like with the eight of pentacles, for example, it, like this is very matter of fact when it's upright, like eight of pentacles, there's a lot going on, you know, as far as pentacles energy. And so then this is a loving, non-judgmental message from spirit of, you know, remember to pay attention to detail. Um, 
Yeah. Or like this could indicate in your physical world, there's a lot going on, you know, that's being navigated. And so this could be quite matter of fact for you or whoever you're thinking about. There is a certain attentiveness happening or it could be that it's not possible (laughs) for there to be that attentiveness because of everything that's happening. But it's interesting because this card shows a a gentleman here and I'll say the reminder again, uh, it could be male, female, non-binary for how this applies. But for this eight of pentacles, it shows this gentleman and he's got eight pentacles, but there's one that he's focusing on in particular, you know, on the details of it. Uh, It looks like he's doing a little bit of work on it, um, being intentional. And so this could be a loving, non-judgmental message from spirit. Maybe there are multiple, maybe there are multiple seeds, you know, for you or whoever you're thinking about that you've been planting. Could be that there are eight. <laughs> maybe it's a different number, but either way, like, you know, you might have multiple things kind of going on. So this could be an indication that now is a good time to pick something to to focus on in terms of attention to detail, to to make sure that the quality is there that you're looking for. Doesn't mean that you gotta give up the rest because in this artwork, this gentleman, he's focusing on one pinnacle, but the other ones are are chilling. Like it looks like he's got them hung up, you know, like like they're okay. Um, and all these pinnacles have have stars on them too, which is which is actually kind of cool looking at the Empress with this tiara of stars. So as I mentioned, with the Empress being a little bit of everything, maybe for you or whoever you're thinking about, (laughs) this could actually kind of tie into if we're thinking about the holidays and being around family and inner child and adult and all this earth, pentacles, energy, work, what have you. Maybe for you or whoever you're thinking about something that is being navigated, but overwhelming emotions and triggers are being avoided. Maybe it's something that does have to do with work a little bit. Um, With this Empress card being here, this major arcana, which is the major theme. And that's why I keep kind of coming back to this, not just because it's one of my favorite cards, (laughs) but because that's how, you know, tarot readings work anyway. I... I feel like this is kind of painting the picture for us that this Empress energy, perhaps part of how the Empress energy, whether it's you or whoever you're thinking about, like really being able to tap into this, and perhaps it requires this reverse Eight of Cups happening a little bit. Um, yeah, because we also have the Six of Cups and the Six of Pentacles, and that's an interesting combo in and of itself. Because the Six of Cups and the Six of Pentacles are also cards that are you know are, have an energy of of charity to them um they both indicate that something's going well like with six of cups that indicates some sort of harmony as it relates to emotions and relationships it's like healing emotional relief could even be healing from grief uh if you will Uh, the the last ugt episode it was about healing from grief so if you know this resonates and you're someone tuning in where you like to connect the episodes and the different readings i i want to point out you know the six of cups this might resonate for you this could be also part of the process (laughs) if this is resonating uh as far as you know holidays time with loved ones it it, this six of cups indicates healing of some sort 
it ties in quite well actually with the eight of cups it's almost like this confirms that there's there's some some inner work you know that's going on for you or whoever you're thinking about which is a good thing that that inner work that's happening with the six of cups could be the reason why we have this queen of pentacles energy here as well as the empress because that's like a, a combo of someone who is truly feeling grounded and healed and in, embracing all parts of themselves you know what i mean and with the six of pentacles that indicates uh being in the flow you know from that pentacles perspective and so again it 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 does tie into that ability to be charitable in the way that resonates for you whether it has to do with finances or not um this also is a card that is meant to be, I think, a reminder of really that yin and yang of giving and receiving. That's also what the Six of Pentacles represents. And so just kind of that, that constant flow and, and how it's ongoing. And, and I know I mentioned like healing being ongoing too. And so it's kind of like, it, yeah, it's just interesting how that all sort of connects and I think Six of Pentacles is also interesting because if we're thinking about the holidays and being around family and whatnot, <laughs> you know, like whether it, it, it's hosting or if you are being hosted, there's that sense of Six of Cups and Six of, of uh, Pentacles that I think quite naturally ties into all that. So, so that's really interesting, too. I, I feel like so far this reading is kind of painting the picture of what it's like, <laughs> sort of, you know, navigating uh, these simple yet complex relationships in any context, whether it's family, friends, work, romantic, especially around the holiday season. Um, but of course, this can apply at any time. Yeah. Um, okay, so we have one, two, three, four, five, six. Okay, I need to get four more cards. Uh, from the Universal Tarot, and then I'll get into the Oracle, which will um, clarify things a bit more for us. But yeah, it, it, I mean, another way that this could actually, um, you know, kind of be interpreted is is with the Eight of Cups coming out first. It's almost like for you or whoever you're thinking about that it's it's painting the picture of some sort of healing that's going on and with that you know perhaps that does open up the space mentally emotionally spiritually perhaps even physically since we are you know um really tapping into this earth or pentacles energy it, it by by doing this it's it gives the wherewithal to be able to be open <laughs> to, to all the possibilities. And so in order to even be in this Empress energy, it could, it, well, not even it could, it, it does <laughs> require um, a certain level of self-awareness and not only healing um, and, and take breaks with healing, you know, when needed, I'm going to put that out there too. <laughs> uh, yeah, the holiday season could be a time for taking a break from all of that. So that is also what the eight of cups could represent, you know, like taking a break, taking how it resonates, but the Empress energy, uh, you know, I mentioned authentic expression, being a little bit of everything, like in, in order to fully express our Empress energy, uh, it's, it, it could be, you know, this journey of this reverse eight of cups and maybe pentacles is showing up quite a lot here because that's, that's something to consider, you know, like loving non-judgmental message. Like that could be an area of life. And um, 
again, it might have to do with just work itself, um, you know, physical reality, physical manifestations. Maybe it is finance, but it doesn't have to be. But that that definitely could be an area uh, for you or whoever you're thinking about, as I say all of that as it relates to Earth energy, where maybe that's top of mind for you right now. Or it could be that this major arcana, Empress energy, uh, you know, just with kind of flexing and, be, you know, em embodying a little bit of everything. Like this is what <laughs> the Empress, whether it's you or whoever you're thinking about, male, female, non-binary, just really feeling grounded. You know what I mean? Uh, centered, which is a good thing. Yeah. Yeah. Grounded, centered, focused nurturing the seeds that are that are being planted and again with having cups energy here kind of you know mixed with this earth energy it i do see this as kind of like watering the soil i think this this does tie into healing uh quite well and the empress also represents energy of uh in, you know, fully embracing the, the inner child. That's why she chilling here, you know, I, I think in a quote unquote normal scenario, um, it, you know, modern day society folks might be like, I don't know what she doing. <laughs> a lot going on here, but with the Empress, she's just sitting here, you know, chilling in her throne. Like this is me, <laughs> uh, you know, uh, the, this is me. And so, as I mentioned, I think before with the Empress, like, you know, that creative energy, but it, it's also about personal growth and uh, development. And uh, I think really having a sense of healthy pride in who you are and tapping into that and expressing it. And so, you know, again, perhaps for this Empress, it's all about what that means uh, manifested, you know, in, in the physical. Yeah. And to get there, just in case it's helpful for me to bring it back to this reverse eight of cups, you know, it, getting there might require either healing or, or, you know, overcoming certain triggers. If it uh, doesn't resonate that this has happened or currently happening, it's, you know, just something to consider. Uh, these last four cards are. <laughs> oh, OK, there's one. Uh, let's see if I can get one more or however many more come out, but let's see. Oh, uh, oh no. Okay. That works. <laughs> cool. Yeah. I got exactly, uh, uh, four cards, like three more gently came out, um, with that last little shuffle. So we have, Ooh, okay. So we have reverse nine of swords. That's another card in reverse where that's actually not a bad thing. Uh, oh, we also have the Ace of Cups upright. We have the Knight of Swords. And it's another Pentacles card. And we have the Five of Pentacles. Okay. So, so this is interesting. Uh, and so now we got Swords energy up in here. And so that's cool. Swords is, is air energy. That's thoughts, mindset, communication. So with Knight of Swords and Reverse Nine of Swords, this is actually quite a combo because Nine of Swords is similar to the Eight of Cups where with this card being in reverse, it's, this is actually, uh, it's not a bad thing. This, this 
this is a, a pretty positive indication as it relates to this reading. Um, yeah, nine in numerology. And it's also interesting because like we're, we're getting 10 cards, you know, from each deck and we have this nine of swords and nine in numerology. It does typically represent approaching uh, an ending uh, of some sort. In tarot, the nine of swords, it, it's it's artwork where it, it literally shows uh, a gentleman. It's, you know, I keep bringing up gender, but it's because it, it's worth it. it. Could be male, female, not binary as it relates to your situation. Um, it shows a gentleman, he has his hand, his head in his hands and the nine swords are, you know, it looks like they're, they're placed on this wall. And it, it, it's almost as if to say it's beyond overwhelm from a thoughts, mindset, communication perspective, where this gentleman is, al is almost feeling, uh, you know, at, at a, I don't even want to say a loss, but I will say at a loss. And so the nine of swords, when it's upright, it does typically represent grief, but it's in reverse. And so this is quite interesting with the eight of cups, because from that emotions perspective, emotions and relationships, and then we have reverse nine of swords, thoughts, mindset, communication, there, there's definitely something going on for you or whoever you're thinking about where something's being navigated <laughs> whether it's family friends work romantic from you know from the mind space and the heart space I'll say and maybe it is uh since we do have so much pentacles energy it it might legit have something to do with uh whatever's going on you know in in your physical world it might even uh have to do with physical location too in, in case that resonates maybe there's a lot of contemplating going on as far as like where to plant <laughs> seeds. And, and I feel called to say that too, because we have the five of pentacles and five in numerology represents growth, change, transformation. Um, and so, yeah, maybe for you or whoever you're thinking about, there is, there's either some sort of change or, you know, growth, transformation, what have you, maybe that's what's happening. That's what you're experiencing. Perhaps that's something that's being contemplated because we do have this swords energy here. Um, I know, I know I mentioned the nine of swords being in, in reverse, kind of like that resistance to feeling, uh, that, that sense of loss or, or grief, you know, mentally, we could even say with the nine of swords, like if that was upright, that that's all, the, that's all the way being triggered, you know, <laughs> it's in reverse. And so it, you know, it's kind of like that, that's not happening. Or again, you or whoever you're thinking about, maybe someone in your atmosphere, there's just a lot of intention going into not succumbing, you know, to, to that or to the eight of cups. And that's why both of these are in reverse. And it's also interesting having the knight of swords because this, the knight of swords energy, it, it shows a knight <laughs> holding his sword and he's on his horse and it, male, female, not binary knight, you know, charging ahead. Um, and this could be offense or defense. And so I do see this Knight of Swords being here, almost, you know, being like for you or whoever you're thinking about, like I said, you know, navigating perhaps some of these different thoughts, feelings. Um, yeah, yeah. Perhaps with this Eight of Cups and Nine of Swords in reverse, it, it's almost like it's because of this Knight of Swords energy being embodied by you or whoever you're thinking about. Like that's what's, you know, hel helping, you know, empowering to be able to, to do that. 
because we have the ace of cups here and, and the ace you know that's that's like the number one in numerology and so it, it's about taking that first step getting started and with this cups energy of emotions and relationships this could indicate uh, uh i mean it's it's even beyond a fresh start because it's that first step and so this could indicate a new uh, a relationship in any context so again family friends work romantic and so with ace of cups it it's either something new or reconciliation and so that's a good thing um yeah for you or whoever you're thinking about maybe there's a loved one perhaps empress energy or queen of pentacles energy however it resonates where this ace of cups is here because there's an opportunity to to either reconcile and start new, or perhaps there is a new energy, you know, in your atmosphere that that is the Empress, or that is the Queen of Pentacles, or an energy that you know embodies uh, both of these things. Because again, like I said, the Empress is a little bit of everything. That's why the Empress is Major Arcana. Um, interesting. Okay. Okay, so I mean, yeah, for you or whoever you're thinking about with all these tarot cards, um, long story short, this is definitely painting the picture of certainly some effort, <laughs> I think, being made. Um, and I think also, you know, from that effort and, and a healthy amount of it, you know, as it relates to the healing piece, it's it it's prosperous in some regard or again this could be painting the picture that whatever healing is going on and what's at the root of it 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 is this pentacles energy of kind of reflecting on what what our reality is you know how how we define that how we experience that and yeah it seems like whether it's it's through the healing or, or, you know, quite literal, just in general for you or whoever you're thinking about with this Ace of Cups being here, it seems like within all of this, there's some sort of an opportunity at, at something new, something to build. And so th this is, you know, kind of about like following your heart, you know, and, and also, you know, permission of, of letting your guard down a little bit. And so if it resonates for you or whoever you're thinking about, you know, perhaps this Queen of Pentacles and Empress energy, whether it's separate or one, you know, person embodying both of these. And with the Empress and, you know, Queen of Pentacles could be male, female, non-binary, um, like this energy, you know, for you or whoever you're thinking about, this Ace of Cups is a good sign. Like this is, it, this indicates there, there's definitely the opportunity to, to cultivate, you know, water, water that soil, if you will. And with the Knight of Swords, this card also represents, I mentioned the Knight on the horse, just kind of like charging forward, sort of like going with it without allowing limiting beliefs to, to hold you back. And, and the Knight is also a protector. So it, this could be about, you know, protecting self or, you know, folks that you care about from that thoughts, mindset, communication perspective. So it could be kind of like a safeguarding your mental health thing that that's that's really kind of what the knight of swords represents but there's also a sense of of discipline there so if we think about mindset and communication uh there's that as well like this could be a loving non-judgmental message from spirit about really getting in the zone with with planning and being intentional 
And that really is what gives us the wherewithal to be able to tap into reverse eight of cups, <laughs> reverse nine of swords, especially over the holiday season. If we're thinking about potential emotional overwhelm or thinking about grief <laughs> tying into the last episode it, with these cards being in reverse, it indicates it, it healing, you know, being able to um, overcome, you know, some of those uh, overwhelming thoughts, emotions, etc. Um. Okay, cool. I'm gonna put the tarot to the side and uh, we will get our 10 cards from the angels and the ancestors. So we've <laughs> going into the holiday season with uh, loved ones. Let's incorporate a little bit more of, of spirit, you know, in, into this and see what guidance we get. And this will also help paint the picture a little bit more, perhaps. Oh, okay. Uh, is that, is that 10 cards? <laughs> I just had a little bit of a shuffle and fumble, but I mean, I am trying to get 10 cards, so I might go with that. Uh, I'll pause there. I mean, I'll take that. So anyway, <laughs> the Oracle cards are going to uh, help get a little bit more uh, specific, maybe as far as what the, the healing piece is kind of being focused on right now especially if this Empress energy is our main character or, you know, this Queen of Pentacles that's here too. Um, from the Angels and the Ancestors, let me just see how many cards I got. This is a pretty decent stack, so I'll just take all of these and if I need to get more, I'll shuffle more. But we have the Sky Father, Trust in the Unknown. Oh, that's cool. The Earth Mother, feel loved and comforted. So, you know, that pentacles energy. The High Priest, intend and create. The Eagle, see from a higher perspective. The Stargazer, set your sights higher. Okay, that's cool how that worked out. <laughs> uh, the Wise One, grow within your current situation. Uh, looks like I got two cards left. How many I got so far? One, two, three, four, five, six. Okay. Uh, seventh card. Oh, Earth Guardian. Stay rooted and grounded. And Stag. Trust and thrive. So that's eight out of ten cards. Um, I'm feeling called to go with these eight. And then, yeah, the last two cards, that'll, that could kind of be like a combo for the final message. So, okay, cool. Sky Father, trust in the unknown. Earth Mother, feel loved and comforted. Stargazer, set your sights higher. High Priest, intend and create. Eagle, see things from a higher perspective. Wise One, grow within your current situation. Earth Guardian, stay rooted and grounded. Stag, trust and thrive. Okay. So... This is making, this is making a lot of sense. And uh, this is making the tarot cards more clear for me, at least. <laughs> Not sure how it's landed for y'all. Hopefully it, it is landing at least somewhat. But I, I am getting from the Angels and the Ancestors cards and we'll see what we get from the last two. But this is definitely indicating for you or whoever you're thinking about it, an incredible amount of, I think, focus and intention on maybe, maybe reflecting on and figuring out 
you know, I'm, I, I mentioned kind of that, that charitable piece when I went through the tarot cards, especially the Six of Cups and the Six of Pentacles. It, like, it's quite interesting having those mirror each other. And then we have Earth Energy that's here with Earth Mother and Earth Guardian. But then we also have High Priest and the Stargazer and the Eagle about seeing things from a higher perspective. So again, like that yin and that yang of, uh, of being rooted, but also, you know, seeing things from a higher perspective. Like it says right here with the Eagle, it's, it, it's different vantage points. And so this could be loving, non-judgmental, you know, guidance from spirit. Maybe there's something going on for you or whoever you're thinking about. And that reverse eight of cups, reverse nine of swords from the tarot, um, that, that could relate to this, you know, like from that healing component. Um, cause yeah, we got the sky father trust in the unknown. And so maybe you know, reflecting and reevaluating if that makes sense, but, but being able to, to kind of dodge <laughs> the eight of cups and the nine of swords. One thing I will say is, you know, as far as the healing and growth process, I mean that there's still going to be moments where that energy might be upright <laughs> and it, you know, for eight of cups, nine of swords, and, and that's okay. So that's why I do see this as, uh, it, it, it's kind of like, um, I don't want to say a roadmap because with these cards, it, you know, it, you can kind of go in a different order and order a different order and order. You can, uh, you can apply them in different ways. I'll, I'll say it like that, but by seeing things from a higher perspective or a different perspective, and then with this earth energy of staying rooted and grounded and also feeling loved and comforted that, <laughs> that is nurturing the inner child, if you will. That is healing. And also with wise one, grow within your current situation. There, I think there is a level of wisdom that has been uh, kind of illuminated in the tarot cards because the eight of cups and the nine of swords are in reverse. So uh, what this actually tells me is for you or whoever you're thinking about, maybe there's something, you know, kind of going on in your world where, uh, you know, perhaps you or whoever you're thinking about, you've been handling it quite well. <laughs> and so if that resonates and you're like, oh shit, you know, that that's growth right there, then that that's great. Um, kudos, you know, that you are healing yourself, which also uh, has a ripple effect in, in healing the world around us. And so I think that's also why it's interesting having so much earth energy here, because it does, uh, I think, it, it beautifully kind of ties into how it, it's all connected, really. Um, yeah. High priest intend and create. That that ties in with, I think, the Empress and, you know, that creative energy and, and really embodying uh, a, a little bit of everything and, and having that intention, I think, that the Queen of Pentacles embodies where it is about nurturing the seed that's been planted and seeing how that can grow in ways to be charitable and provide, uh, you know, for the community that this male, female, non-binary queen is serving. And that might take being in the Knight of Swords energy, you know, if I'm looking back at the tarot of just having having a certain level of focus where like this Eight of Cups, Knight of Swords, it it's not about to interfere, you know, with uh, with whatever it is that you or whoever you're thinking about, like that vision or whatever it is that you got going on. Um, yeah, stag, trust and thrive. <laughs> trust in yourself, you know, Uh 
like if I'm thinking about the Empress energy from the Universal Tarot, the the one major arcana <laughs> that that we got from all the tarot. And we have 10 tarot cards. So to, to just have one major arcana, I think that's worth paying attention to. It, it, I take that as, you know, trust and thrive, uh, this Empress energy, we all have this within us, really trusting yourself and uh, your ability to discern, you know, trusting your, your intuition, trusting your own wisdom. And in order to be able to do that, it does require a sense of that groundedness, but also seeing things from a higher perspective or a different perspective. So we're thinking about the eagle kind of flying around, observing. (laughs) That could resonate, you know, over the holidays, being around all the different energies, if you will. It's like, it's kind of like this gives us a bit of a snapshot on uh, being the bigger person, you know, being the bigger person. And I think with Skyfather, trust in the unknown, I feel like that's, you know, it, it's the woo-woo of trusting in the universe and the unknown, but it's also, it's, it, it's practical because we're not going to know the answers to everything. And so I think that, that also ties in quite well with the swords energy that we have in, in the tarot cards, especially this nine of swords in reverse. It's kind of like trusting in the unknown is the way that you or whoever you're thinking about is able to have this nine of swords in reverse. Um, so, you know, again, kudos. Okay. Uh, I know I have two more cards I need to get from the angels and the ancestors. So I'm going to get right to it and then we shall call it a day. But yeah, it's interesting. Uh, This could be, you know, what you or whoever you're thinking about is currently experiencing. I know I've mentioned maybe this is loving, non-judgmental guidance and something to consider moving forward. But there's also a possibility that this has already happened. And so before we close out, I want to put that out there, too. Uh, This could just be painting the picture of uh, of your authentic uh, story, (laughs) if you will. So, yeah kind of like protecting your peace, protecting your your energy mentally, emotionally, physically, spiritually, uh, and doing so in, in a way that's healthy. And this applies to the holiday season and beyond, right? <laughs> All right, spirit, just need two more cards. <laughs> Hmm. Okay. Well, <laughs> might be kind of the same deal as some of the tarot cards, like the, whatever these last two cards are that we get, it might be something that requires a little bit more patience or perhaps it's, you know, been a little challenging to absorb, receive, <laughs> which is okay. You know, all part of the process and part of the journey. Oh, okay, there's one. Ooh, the great teacher. Learn from spiritual experiences. Uh, okay, cool. So, oh, oh. all right. <laughs> we also have, oh, cool. Yeah, <laughs> we have the Lord. <laughs> the Lord, take charge with authority. 
the Lord take charge with authority. So yeah, uh, d depending on what you subscribe to in terms of faith, maybe this resonates the Lord. So <laughs> this is definitely a, a loving message from spirit, I think, as far as just a reminder, like the, uh, you know, you, you got this. <laughs> I'll just put it that way. You got this and the, the higher powers that that be, you know, in whatever way, shape or form that you are meant to experience it along your journey. Uh, it, 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 they got you as well, you know, but with the Lord take charge with authority. This ties in quite well with the Queen of Pentacles energy <laughs> and the Knight of Swords as well. And so I think it's interesting kind of ending with the Lord take charge with authority. And it's, and it's after the great teacher learned from spiritual experience. It, it, I mean, that is the, the growth and kind of healing process. You, you learn and then you implement, <laughs> rinse and repeat. But it, it might happen, you know, at, at different paces. And of course, it, it, it applies to us throughout life in different ways. But that, that is interesting to end with those two cards. Great teacher the Lord, <laughs> uh, or it might resonate that your great teacher is the Lord, <laughs> uh, you know, depending on what you subscribe, you subscribe to, uh, in terms of faith, you know what I mean? So that that's interesting, but the way that I do take this from a universal perspective, I think it is about learning, learning those life lessons and then applying what you've learned and, and doing so uh, in a way where you're empowered because of I mean, we have the wise one grow within your current situation. <laughs> so yeah, I, I think overall this reading definitely shows some sort of either growth over time or perhaps it's taken, you know, something that's happened recently, but with all of this that's been happening kind of beneath the surface, I mean, that, that is, you know, for this major arcana of the Empress card, like that's, that's kind of like the journey and the story of, of how this energy has been kind of cultivated and, and uprooted, but in a way that that's healthy, because quite often when, when we go through the healing process, we do discover parts of ourselves. It, it actually makes me think of what I shared in the intro about just kind of tapping into my own inner child and just put myself out there and just, just doing something different that I've been wanting to do for a while. It, like it, it could resonate for you in that way where doing something like that, maybe not exactly like what I shared, but in, you know, in your own way along your authentic journey, you know, perhaps that will help unlock something, you know, for you or whoever you're thinking about, there might be a great spiritual lesson there. <laughs> um, when you're really rooted and, and grounded and comforted, and you might have to do that for yourself. You don't necessarily have to rely on the external for that. I think this is about, you know, really healing for the self. It, doing that as well as seeing things from different perspectives, that that's what allows us to truly reflect and then heal, learn, grow, and move along. Um, and moving along in a way that is, uh, you know, ha essentially happier and healthier than what we were doing previously. You know what I mean? It's all about uh, evolving in a way that is authentic and genuine uh, to us. So, okay, cool. And the last thing I'll say there is, you know, all that process that might require uh, then also resharing, you know, who you are uh, with with people who are in your atmosphere, you know, loved ones. That also happens quite a lot uh, around the holidays. So I, I felt called to say that. And with that, um, 
let's go ahead and close out this reading. <laughs> I hope uh, this was helpful for whoever needed to hear it. Um, if none of this resonated, that's quite all right. It just means that this reading wasn't for you. Perhaps the next one will be. Um, if this does resonate, definitely rooting for you and wishing you the best and also kudos <laughs> for, you know, being on this journey as far as, um, being aware and exploring and healing yourself. Uh, it, it's an ongoing process. There's nothing wrong with anybody, <laughs> you know, who decides that they would like to explore their own healing it, it, because it, it really is a journey back to the self. And as I mentioned, you know, before, when we do that, it, it has a ripple effect, uh, not only on the people around us, but the world around us. And so, yeah, if this does resonate, keep moving and grooving, of course, rest, relax, recharge, but want to want you to feel empowered to keep going and growing because it does make a difference. Um, and yeah, either way, whether this reading resonated or not, <laughs> thanks for tuning in because this was definitely an extended reading. So if you made it to the end, uh, kudos to you for your stamina. <laughs> I appreciate your ears and your energy. Um, it's going to be uh, a couple weeks till the next episode. Uh, I know I mentioned in the intro, I'm hosting <laughs> some family. So I think for me, you know, some of this I, I might just, you know, keep uh, keep in mind and also keep in heart and keep in spirit just in case, uh, you know. Um, but but yeah, I think it, in general for the week and beyond uh, for folks who may or may not be celebrating Thanksgiving and any other holidays uh, that, that might be coming coming up, you know, that I might not be mentioning. Um, definitely wishing all the best. <laughs> uh, I know the holiday season, it can be a beautiful time. It can be a challenging time. Maybe it's a little bit of both, but either way, you know, no matter what you got going on, you got this. Um, I wish everyone a great week and beyond a great Thanksgiving holiday and beyond. And we'll talk soon.